Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Hi, and welcome to this episode of uh, this podcast. Um, It's been a while since the last episode. It's been a good few months. Um, The reason being um, there's been a lot going on in the um, OET membership. I've been helping a lot of students one-to-one and there just simply hasn't been time to do the podcast. Um, And I have really missed doing these episodes and I have missed, um, well, I haven't missed the feedback. I've been getting lots and lots of feedback um, and lots of people asking, you know, when is the next episode coming? And, you know, um, you've been missing it. So that's good to know. It's good to know that um, you are finding these episodes useful and um, I've had lots of messages from people who um, have found certain episodes really useful and um, in terms of helping them with their preparation. So thank you for your feedback. Um, and it makes me so happy um, to know that these episodes are useful, are helpful in just helping you, you know, get in the right direction. Uh, when it comes to your IELTS or OET preparation. Um, So that's been lovely to hear from you. And I'm sorry, it's been a long time since the last episode, but hopefully back on track now. Um, So speaking of the membership, the membership is going really, really well. 
Um, it's a really good time to join if you are thinking about joining, um, if you need help with your preparation. Now is a really good time to join. I've just had um, a few of um, uh, the members leave and I've had a few of my one-to-one -one students who have finished. And by that, I mean they have got the scores that they needed in OET and in IELTS. And so they have moved on. There are in, they are in the process of coming to the UK, getting that job. Um, so they are well on their way. They have they have achieved, you know, their score, and um, they're moving on to the next stage of their careers and of their life. So not just theirs, but their families as well. So it's a really good time to join. There's a, a new batch of students that have just joined um in this last week so if you are thinking of joining um the link is in the show notes um the from the last episode though i have to um mention that the price the monthly price of the membership has gone up um it's gone up to 40 pounds a month the reason being now um because the last few months has been quite busy in the membership there is now hours and hours of lessons that you can go through, live lessons that were recorded. Um, and not only that, but the actual, my OET course as well. So you get access to the whole OET course. Um, you get the live daily lessons, which happen Monday to Thursday. Um, so if you remember from the last podcast episode, Monday is dedicated to um, reading. Tuesday is all about listening. Wednesday, we do speaking practice. And Thursdays, we do writing practice. Um, and I give you lots of feedback on each of those days. Um, so you get the daily lessons, Monday to Thursday. Then you have access to the previous lessons. And, you know, I don't know how many hours of lessons that is. And, you know, that's all interactive lessons. So you can actually, even though you're not live in those lessons, you can actually complete the questions that we go through as if you were in the, in the lesson. That's the way they are set up. Um, there are lessons on how to improve your grammar, your vocabulary, there's lots and lots of feedback and support on every aspect of the test and how you need to improve. So you as an individual student. So even though it's group training, um, you know, I don't let the group get too big. And the reason why I don't have such a I don't allow a lot of people in there all at once is so that I can give individual feedback I can give you my individual I can give you individual attention um, because really the feedback you receiving the feedback is the key to your to you improving your scores um, you know having um, feedback on your writing on your speaking on your uh, listening and reading strategies this is where the real improvement comes. You need to know where you're going wrong, especially if you've done the test a few times and not been able to get the score. You really need feedback. You really need to know where you are going wrong. Um, uh, so there is lots and lots of feedback. Um, 
and lots of accountability. You know, I make sure that you are doing the work. I make sure that you are going through the OET course. I make sure that you are implementing the feedback that you are, uh, that you have been given. Um, so I'm making sure that you are making the progress. Um, and you will join a community of like-minded medical professionals from around the world who are all helping each other um, achieve the same goal. And that's really nice to see in, in the group, people helping each other, um, you know, giving each other advice. Um, it, it's a really nice community feel and everybody supporting each other to uh, ultimately achieve the same thing. So yeah, if you are thinking of joining, um, you know, why not try it for a month? You can cancel at the end of any month. So, you know, um, try it for a month and see if you like it. If, you know, take advantage of the training, go through the lessons, um, ask questions and see how it is for a month. And if you like it, you can stay. If not, you can cancel. So the link to join is in the show notes. Um, if you have any other questions about the membership, then you can email me. My email is also in the show notes. It's English with iTutor um, at gmail.com. So um, it's in the show notes. Um, so just, yeah, just email me. And um, there's also links to my free training uh, in the show notes for OET. Um, and yeah, just, just ask me any questions uh, that you have about the membership and I'll be happy to answer them. So on to this episode. So this episode is all about IELTS speaking part one and how to score well in this section of the speaking test. Um, so of the three parts to the speaking test, part one is the easiest. Um, and by easiest, I don't mean that you should take it lightly. It's still very much part of the test um, and you have to take it as seriously as part three. But what I mean by easiest is that it's easiest in, in the sense that you can score full marks or maximum marks. Um, however, students tend not to do very well in this section. Uh, and that's what, really what I want to talk about in this episode. Uh, what This is really what I want to delve into in this episode, that why students find this section, despite it being very easy, still make uh, mistakes and don't score very well. So in part one, the exam, the examiner will ask you very basic questions that are essentially all about you. So for example, questions about where you live, what it's like there. Um, so to describe it, what it looks like, um, if you like living there, um, how long you've lived there, etc. Or it could be questions about where uh, you're from, so your hometown, um, what it's like there, if you work or if you study. You know, these are just a few examples of some of the topics. Um, but they're very basic questions about you. There is nothing difficult about these questions. If you were in a normal conversation with a friend or a colleague, um and you know they asked you these questions you wouldn't have any problem in answering these questions you wouldn't struggle 
to answer these questions. You wouldn't have to think too much about it. You would quite, you would, you know, with very little thinking, you would, you would answer these questions. But for most students, this isn't the case in the test. They find answering these questions very difficult and they take too much time to think of a really good answer. Um, you know, they overthink the answers because they, they know they are in a test and they know the examiner is assessing every word, you know, that they speak. And the effect this has on the student then is that they try to think of, you know, really amazing answers with complicated vocabulary and, you know, grammar structures and, and, and things like that, which, which is a complete waste of time and totally unnecessary. Um, all you needed to do was to answer the questions as if you were speaking to your friend or a colleague, and that's it. That's all that is required. Um, what most students forget about the speaking test in IELTS, um, and this is relevant to all sections of the speaking test in IELTS, is that it is a conversation between two people, between two friends or two colleagues. You need to forget that it's a test. Instead, think of the exam as a the examiner as a person you've just met and you're getting to know each other. This shift in thinking, this shift in your approach to the speaking test will stop you from overthinking and using inappropriate vocabulary and grammar and, and things like that. It will force you to keep it simple and natural. And ultimately you will notice an improvement in your scores. Now, I know that's easier said than done. There's a lot of pressure in the test. Nerves does play uh, a part in your performance in the speaking test and in all parts of the test. Um, but you must practice this. It's, it's literally a case of mind over matter. You know, you have to force yourself. And this comes with practice and with confidence. Um, you know, the two things are go hand in hand. The more you practice, the more confident you become. Um, and you really need to work on this change in mindset. Um, you know, thinking of the examiner, not as the examiner, but as a colleague and as a friend, and then talking to them as if they are such. So, you know, this is something that you really actively need to work on. Um, and it really does make a difference to your scores. Other advice that I need to give is to make sure you are answering the question and that your answers are not too long. So let's take answering the, the question first. It sounds really obvious, doesn't it? Answer the question. But it's surprising how many students don't actually answer the question being asked. Whether that's due to nerves or just not listening carefully enough, um, or perhaps not even having a proper answer strategy. You know, you must go into every aspect of the IELTS or OET with a strategy to answer every single section or every single part of the test, whether it's the speaking, the writing, the listening or the reading, you have to have a strategy. 
What students do in the IELTS speaking test is that they hear the topic, they hear the general topic, so they'll hear about hometown, and they'll just start to talk generally about that topic, about their hometown. They won't answer the actual question being asked about their hometown. And this will lose you marks. The speaking test is not just about speaking, but also about listening. It's as much a listening test as it is a speaking test. Um, so, you know, listening to what the question is and understanding what is actually being asked, what the examiner is actually asking you. You know, so listening to the tense being used in the question and understanding what tense you need to use in your answer. Um, so, for example, you know, if the examiner asks you, what did you do last weekend? Realize, you know, you need to realize that you need to answer using the past tense. The examiner is testing you on your past tense. You know, did you pick up on the fact that he's asking about something in the past? So can you answer accordingly? So last weekend I went or I had, or if the examiner asks, how do you think uh, public transport will change in the next 10 years? Now, this is not a part one question. That's more of a part three question, but this is just to illustrate the point. So here the examiner is asking about something in the future. So you will need to use future plus will structure. So, you, you know, I think public transport will. And then you would give your answer. So you must have this level of awareness. Essentially, understanding what the examiner is trying to test you on is crucial. So you must be aware um, and listen carefully to what the examiner is actually asking you and picking up straight away what the question is, first of all, um, not just the general topic, and then understanding how the examiner wants you to answer. Lastly, um, part one answers don't need to be that long. Um, you know, longer answers are required for part two and for part three. So part one requires shorter answers, perhaps three to four sentences maximum. Please don't start obsessing over counting sentences now. This is just a rough guide. I'm telling you this so that you have a rough idea as to what too short is and what too long answers are. So it's you know, roughly between three to four sentences. You know, you need to remember your response needs to include a direct answer to the question. So this, you know, goes back to answer strategy and, and having a structure to how you want to answer your questions to make sure that you don't miss anything out. Um, so, you know, your answer strategy, your, your response must need, it needs to include a direct answer to the question and some more details, some more information. So expanding on it slightly. So for example, let's take the question, what did you do on the weekend? So 
I need to answer the question. I need to tell the examiner what I did on the weekend. I'm obviously talking in the past. So I could answer something like, last weekend, I went to the cinema. Um, um, you know, on Saturday, I went to the cinema on Saturday and watched a really good movie with some friends. Then we went to a restaurant and had some, um, we had a lovely dinner, for example. On Sunday, I didn't do much. Uh, I just relaxed and read a book and watched TV. So there I answered the question, or I indicated that I'm answering the question by repeating part of the question. So last weekend, I, um, and then I gave some details about what I did, and that's it. So on Saturday, um, I, I watched a really good movie with some friends. So I'm giving some details about what I did. Um, and the fact that it was a really good movie, I enjoyed it, I really liked it. And then we went to a restaurant and had some very, you know, a delicious meal. Yeah. And then on Sunday, I didn't do much. Uh, I just relaxed and read a book and watched TV. So just, you know, just a few sentences. So how many sentences was that? One, two, three sentences. That was it. And that's more than enough. So keep it short, but you have to, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, you are in a speaking test. So you have to make sure that you're giving enough of an answer for the examiner to be able to assess your speaking. Um, so why don't you give it a go? Have, why don't you practice in the same way as I've just showed you? Answer the question and then give a few more bits of detail. So a good way to practice part one questions is to get some part one questions, uh, you know, three, four, five of them, and practice answering the question in the way that I have. Answering the question directly and then giving some extra details and roughly keeping it between, you know, three to four sentences. Try to record yourself saying your answer and listen back to yourself. Listen to your answer. Um, you can use your phone to record yourself and then listen back to it and analyze how you have spoken. Are you clear? What is your pronunciation like? Uh, are you easy to follow? Are you hesitating a lot? Are you pausing a lot for a long period of time? Are you thinking of words and, you know, is it fluent? Does it flow? Remember, fluency doesn't mean speaking fast. It means speaking um, at a normal pace, yeah, without too many pauses and hesitations. You know, does your answer make sense? Do you answer the question? Is your answer long enough or was it too short? How can you improve it? What else could you have said? How else could you have rephrased something? What other better, better word could you use? Perhaps you could even get somebody else to listen to it and see what they think. You know, this self-analysis, you know, if you've ever been in any of my lessons or in any of my trainings, 
or if you if you regularly listen to my podcast, then you you will know I always urge you to analyze your own work. Um, you know, in my training, I give you the tools to be able to do that. Um, and it's a crucial part of your preparation. You know, in the exam, I won't be with you. No one will be with you. You have to do that. You have to analyze your writing. Um, you have to prepare for your speaking. Ultimately, you will be speaking. So it's really important to learn how to do this, how to analyze yourself. And part of that preparation, uh, part of being able to analyze yourself is to understand the marking criteria really, really well. Um, you know, having a really deep understanding of the marking criteria um, so that you can analyze yourself to a certain point. Obviously, you know, ultimately you need uh, a professional teacher, uh, an experienced teacher to give you uh, a score, a grade for, you know, your speaking. But to a certain point, you can analyze yourself. And you must get into the habit of doing that. Um, and obviously in my training, you know, in the membership as well, this is something we focus on. You know, I, I get, you know, when we do the speaking lessons on Wednesdays, um, you know, everybody takes turn to speak. And when it's my turn, when one person finishes speaking, before I give my feedback, I get the other students who are in, in the lesson to give their feedback. You know, what did you think? You know, how did this person do? You know, and, you know, it, and it's constructive criticism. It's not like, you know, offensive or anything. It's constructive um, advice on how, what was good and what needs to be improved. And then I give my feedback. And then each of us have a go at analyzing each other and it's so such a powerful way to learn um and it's you know it really helps you to understand the marking criteria what is good and what is wrong and you know how you can improve so it's really 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 important to learn how to do this and to do it now um you know being able to pick out your own mistakes is crucial so what are you waiting for? Go and practice for your IELTS speaking part one. And as always, if you have any questions, just let me know. Um, and, you know, you can all my contact details, as I mentioned, are in the show notes. I would love to hear from you uh, and I will speak to you in the next episode. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.